Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Let's get to the Word of God. As probably you all know, as I've mentioned it several times uh, from the beginning of this year, that our pursuit as a ministry this year is our spiritual development. And that's what the thrust of our ministry is for this season. Our purpose is to empower our spiritual family with revelation knowledge and spiritual understanding so that we could go further into the things of God and of course be able to grasp spiritual truths that will transform not only our lives but also the lives of those in our spheres of influence. In order to achieve our goal there are two primary ways in which we can do this. One is through a systematic teaching of the Word of God and relational discipleship, and the other is through the ministry of prayer. The one must accompany the other because we need both if we are to succeed. Now, not all of us, as you all know, are called to the fivefold ministry to systematically teach the Word of God and equip the saints, but all of us, without any exception, are called to the ministry of prayer. If you study the life of Paul, who was a genuine apostle and a true father in the faith, he who devoted his entire life in developing and building up the body of Christ, you will clearly see these two practices or these two ministries functioning to the maximum in his life. Besides the epistles he wrote to the churches, teaching them and instructing them in the faith, you will clearly see his fervent and persevering prayers on behalf of the church. In fact, in every epistle he wrote, to the churches. He begins his epistles by telling them of his fervent love and passionate prayers for them. Now, you can do your own study in this regard. Concerning Paul's prayers for the church, and hopefully you will catch some of his passion. It will help you to develop your own prayer life. The statements he made in regards to his prayers on behalf of the church have made a profound impact, not only to my prayer life many years ago, but also to my own spiritual growth and development. You know, statements such as, in 1 Thessalonians, in chapter 3 and verse 10, he says, Night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect 
what is lacking in your faith. Imagine that. He never ceased to pray for those that he cared for, for those that he loved. And he said, we do this, I do this night and day, praying exceedingly for you. Then in Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 and 5, he opens his epistle with these words. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making request for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. And again, Colossians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, he opens his epistle with these words. We give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints. Now, I could go on and on, but for the sake of time, I'll stop here. And as I say, do your own study in regards to Paul's prayers for the churches, and you will see his consistent and fervent prayers on behalf of the church. It's no wonder that he was so instrumental in the establishment of the early church, or that he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament because his prayer life propelled him to the forefront of the battle in order to establish the believers. Amazing to me. An example that we could always look up and imitate. In my own experience, I found that there is no better and more practical way to grow and to develop spiritually than by enlarging our prayer life to include others as well. That means praying not just for ourselves. I have found out that giving ourselves to prayer on behalf of others is one of the practical ways of expressing our love and our care for them in a way in which God moves and gives us an open door and many opportunities to encourage and minister to them. That is for those we're praying for. And as we reach out in prayer on behalf of others, God begins to open the hearts to receive from Him. This is key. Prayer will go ahead of you in order to open up the heart and mind of the people you are praying for, so they may be able to receive that which God has for them. Now, very often, I have found this in my own prayer life, God will speak to me and show me things for the people I'm praying for. I don't see things or God does not reveal anything to me for people I don't pray for. But for those I pray for and I get involved in, in prayer with God, He begins to show me things. Sometimes I found He would give me prophetic words for them in order to encourage them, while other times He will show me how and where to focus and concentrate my prayers on their behalf. 
He also helps me to understand where they are spiritually and emotionally so that I could effectively pray for them or minister to them in those areas. So praying for those you care for will also activate and release the gifts of the Spirit through you to encourage them in ways beyond your natural ability. You see, God gets involved with with the people you get involved with in your prayer. And the gifts of the Spirit will begin to operate. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of prophecy, uh, and, and so on and so forth. As you can see, the ministry of prayer goes ahead of any other ministry in order to prepare both the people you're praying for as well as preparing your own heart to get involved in the lives and, of course, release to them whatever they need at the time. You clearly see this principle working in the life of Jesus during his earthly ministry. And we read in Mark's Gospel the following. In Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 35, we read, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And when they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. That's important. Everyone, Lord, is looking for you for you. Why were they looking for him? Because he was praying for them. He was praying and interceding for them. While Jesus prayed early in the morning, God the Father was touching the hearts, preparing them to receive ministry from the Lord Jesus. And we see this phenomenon again and again in the ministry of Jesus. And this is the reason I said at the beginning of my message that the word preached and taught must be accompanied by the prayer of the saints. Now, there are some folks who will never be healed or delivered or restored unless prayer, persevering prayer, goes up to God on their behalf. I don't know why. I don't know why that is the case, but experience uh, tells us and shows us that that is the case. I also believe that the principle of sowing and reaping works in this area of prayer as well. What do I mean by that? As you pray for others, God will raise up others to pray for you And through you, he will multiply the ministry of prayer. I recall when I engaged God in prayer many years ago, on behalf of my countrymen, I stood alone in this. But as time went by, God raised many others, both locally and overseas, that within the sphere of my ministry, in different parts of the world, to pray not just for me, but for the Greek people in their community 
and beyond. And wonderful things took place. Offices were established in Canada, in the USA, in Greece, in South Africa, in Cyprus, in Australia even, where people would uh, gather together and pray. And they would, those days we had tapes. We didn't even have DVDs or anything like that or, C, or CDs. Uh, there were tapes that we, we, would, um, we would duplicate the messages, and they would duplicate those messages, and they would send them out to the Greek communities. And wonderful things have taken place, and miracles, and people were saved and healed, many of them. But how did it start? It started with me when God gave me a passion to pray and a vision to reach the Greek communities of the world with the gospel of Christ. So, and as a result of their prayers, they also began to get involved in helping me reach out in practical ways by spreading the word of God in their sphere of influence. Let me say this. If you feel you are getting stagnant in your faith, or you might feel you're not growing spiritually, or you feel left out, start praying for your spiritual family. That's where you begin. That's where everything begins. Ministry, true ministry is birthed out of prayer. Make this your consistent practice, and then watch and see what happens to you. Don't just pray for yourself or your own family, but deliberately and purposefully pray for your spiritual family, for your neighbors, and the church in your city. Paul, writing to Timothy on this subject, he says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, Therefore I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Please notice that he says to Timothy, do this first. First is an important word. It's important because it reveals the order of importance and priorities. Is the law first things? Before you do anything else, pray. Not just for yourself, but for all especially those in your spheres of influence. And as you engage God through this ministry of prayer, you will experience in time things you have not experienced before. I really believe that with all of my heart. You will see things you have not seen before. And you will hear things you have not heard before. Because the Spirit of God within you will rise up and will show you things, and you will hear things from the Spirit because you care and you pray for others. You will find that your heart will become more open, more receptive, more compassionate, not only to God, but to others as well. And if you were struggling before with unforgiveness or offense, you will experience overcoming power in those areas of your life. 
Folks, I have so much to say and teach on this subject, but I'm going to stop here because I did mention last week that we're going to give some time and give an opportunity to all of us to pray for the various needs and requests of our spiritual family. Are you ready to pray with me and dedicate the rest of our time in prayer? Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.